welcome to another episode of the Wealth Hackers Podcast. The Wealth Hackers Podcast is a podcast where you can learn about wealth management and how to create wealth effortlessly. This is Daniels, your favorite host. I'm here today with uh, Mr. Benga on Nifade. Um, let me do the honors of allowing Mr. Benga on Nifade to introduce himself to all of us. Hello, Mr. Benga. Hi, good morning, Chibi. Hi, my name is Benga. I am the founder of the Wealth Hackers. Uh, the Wealth Hackers is uh, more of a community right now where we are trading and investing in the, in the stock markets, really. So we're not concentrated mainly on just the the global stock market, which is more the, the United States equities, but we look at literally the whole part of the world, even though the, the, the focus seems to be more on the on the US stock market. But yeah, that's where well, that's where I come in, that's who I am. And uh, we've got a broad community of different people, majorly from Nigeria, who are discussing every day and at the same time trading and uh, making a living from the stock markets. How did you start with the wealth hackers? Wealth hackers, how did you come about that? Okay, good question. I have been involved in in the in in, in investing for about a good 15 years now. I bought my first stock actually in 2005. Wow. Yes. So I bought my first uh, first stock in 2005 and um, one of the things was when I was uh, younger, of course, just right after finishing my my degree at university, I read a book by Reginald uh, Lewis, which said, why should white guys have all the fun? And I realized um, there's got to be so many ways to, to make money. I was working a full-time job after my degree. I, I had uh, multiple degrees and the money wasn't enough. And I've, I've always said to myself, there's got to be a better way to make a living. So I realized, uh, you know, this Reginald Lewis was somebody who was the wealthiest black man in his time. And uh, he puts his money well he said you know if you want to if you want to be rich you got to study wealth and i thought you know he was a lawyer involved in criminal law initially but he went on to into corporate law mergers and acquisitions and that's how he made more money for himself so i thought okay if i could start putting my money into foreign equities that would be good for me and uh, i've seen the rewards and at the same time last year i thought the best way for me to win and to allow my fellow Nigerians to win is by introducing them. I saw an article on Yahoo Finance last year, actually. There was a big rally at the height of coronavirus and it said many black, few black families will benefit from rally. Uh, I thought it was a good thing to share the article and let people embrace it. Therefore, I decided to share my knowledge and experience. So if I may get you right, you're saying that the target audience are Nigerians at the moment. That's correct, yes. What do you plan to do with the wealth hackers to make Nigerians get more knowledge of the financial markets? Well, the vision is to encourage a lot of Nigerians. And um, I think we as Nigerians, we're very used to go to school. You know, it's a very bane of a black family. Go to school, get good grades, go get a job. And um, once you do that, you, you know, you rinse and repeat, your generations do that. But one thing I've realized is that you know, since I've lived my life in Europe now, 21 years now, um, I thought the, the best way or the smartest way people make money is not by actively going out there to make money, if that makes sense. So one of the smartest way things you can do for yourself is 
creates in a very smart way um, wealth by investing in corporations that are generally actively daily creating wealth. So if you invest in them, one of the, one of the quotes I heard, sorry it's a cliche, was that if you don't learn how to invest, or sorry, make money while you sleep, you will walk until you die. So, you know, my vision for Nigerian is, of Nigerians generally out there is to be able to be smart with their lives. Of course, we all talk about savings every day. Yes, I think that's been bronze now into us, been hammered so much. Now all, it's all about being able to put this money into big equities, corporations, being able to learn patience and being able to do that generally as Nigerians. And we can, as a result of that, be all smarter. And I think it's, it's just a bane of a black man generally around the world, really. Uh, sorry to sound stereotype, you know, stereotype, but statistics speak that way. But just being us more financially aware. And uh, I think it'll be a good thing for Nigerians also. Uh, so yes, while you work, you could also put your money to work. I think that would be a good thing, and uh, that's my vision for you know Nigerians and effectively majority of Africans out there. How important is savings to wealth management? Absolutely, savings is uh, is, is is key. It's extremely important to to wealth management. In fact, um, one one thing I, I tell people is you know firstly, if if you want to create wealth at all, you need to man you need to man you need to be able to manage one thing and that is money management you know you need to learn money management and money man management comes from being able to save you know you wow. my mentor used to tell me you want to have more money at the end of the month but the minute you realize you're having more more months at the end of the money that you're not saving well so you need to be able to automate it being able to plan it that's a totally different ball game but it's extremely crucial before you even think about wealth you need to be able to plan your life and be able to save accordingly budgeting that's huge yes can i save my money in nigerian banks or how do i how do i go about since it's very important before i can invest to have some money how do i go about the savings am i supposed to save in nigerian banks and what percentage of my salary am i supposed to save let me say i'm a worker i earn hundred dollars what percentage of my money should i save before i say okay i should do the wealth management aspect and start investing my money that's a that's a really good question, but there's no one answer for 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 this kind of questions. You know, people. I think one of the questions people come to me with are, how many percentage of my money should I save, or if they want to invest, how many percentage of my money should I invest? It's up to you. Remember, lifestyles are yeah. different. We are in a very so. In fact, what I realize is that most of the books they write here does not serve us Nigerians, which is why we need to create our own different books now. You know, because. Uh, there's, there's what they call the the black tax. Uh, you know, you know, as I know, it's our responsibility. You don't, it's not forced on us. Once you make it, you've got to pull someone from home, you know, the village, from the, you know, you've got to pull someone up. It's natural, isn't it? Yeah, yes, there are charities. Exactly, family responsibilities. Yeah. So, and that comes from your budget. So you can say, oh yeah, I'm saving, but you've got to budget that separately. It's just, it's just a norm. It's just the way it is, just, you know. So, but when you when I'm looking abroad here, every every man for himself, so to speak. Yes, people give it a lot to charity, but back home it's a bit different. So it depends on your lifestyle. It depends on your goal also. It depends on literally a myriad of, of factors that determines that. Uh, how much can I start investing with? So there's no fixed amount, but at the same time. There's no, there's no, um, there's no right or wrong amount, you know. They, so I've talked about first thing first. You need to understand money management. Now the second thing you need to understand, which is your, which answers your question, is risk management. So of course you need to understand the companies that are that, that, that 
However, the more money you invest, the more you can make. But on the contrary, the more, the more money you invest, the more you can lose. Likewise, the less you invest, the less you will make, unfortunately. Because, But if you invest in solid corporations and you invest a good amount of money there, then, of course, you expect big rewards overall, too. So, But, of course, you need to get your, get your financials on, on the board, get them intact, and then you can invest more money for yourself. Yes. So the more money you invest, the more you can do. But really, let me answer your question instead of being political about it, you could start with, you know, I told Nigerians, and especially in these days that you can even buy fractional shares, which is just a portion of a share. So you can own Apple with just 100 Naira. People will tell you, really? I can be an owner of Apple? Absolutely, you could be a part owner of Apple with just 100 Naira. Remember, when you're talking about stock markets, which I'm actually using as an example, that just means you own a part of a breathing company. So you could say with 100 Naira, I could be a partaker of Apple. Yes, you can. You can own Apple with just 100 Naira. So yes. Are there any other form of investments that I can put my money into? Because we've been hearing a lot about crypto. There's a lot of farm and all that. And we are like, what, yes. what classes of investment do you say we should put our money into? So there are so many different types of, um, they call them asset classes, because if you think about it, if you buy a stock market, which is, excuse me, which is an area where I tend to focus on, that's an asset, okay? So you can invest in, in stock markets or which is the equities, you could invest in commodities, which are your, your crops, your oil and gas, your gold, etc. that is commodities. You could even invest in bond or fixed income. Uh, bond, they tend to have a fixed percentage, which they will give you. Uh, even currency investing. I mean, we all talk about Forex, yeah? You could do that as well. Uh, you could invest in real estates, okay? Real estates, um, even though I've, I've actually termed equities as broadly, but that's actually most of the US equities, which we tend to get into. But, you know, equities vary. You know, we're talking about the global markets, the, the United States equity, even the Nigerian markets as well. That's an equity. You could, you could even invest in art. It's quite funny, actually. Not many people realize this fact that wow. over the last 12 years, art has actually generated more money than equities in the last 12 years. So investment keeps changing. Uh, you know, art is like paintings and sculptures oh, and all that. Absolutely, yes. Art is a different world on its own thing entirely. And I think people are opening up to that as well. So, you know, people buy houses, buy land. That's an investment. You could put your money in the bank. Unfortunately, that's not investment. That is just saving. We need to differentiate between the two, savings and investing. A lot of people are worried because in Nigeria, uh, like four or five years ago, there were a lot of people that were putting money in a popular scheme that was called MMM. A lot of Nigeria lost billions of dollars. So literally, when you meet a new person and say, okay, I want you to invest in stocks, Apple, Amazon, they'll be like, ah, another MMM, we lost our money that time. You have come again and all that. So what can you tell to this? What can you say to these people? Is investing in stocks, crypto, and all these asset classes that you've mentioned, is it safe? Uh, Ponzi scheme, I'm totally against it. I think we know what happened a few years ago, the MMM that happened in Nigeria. A lot of people lost their livelihoods. Firstly, I've got to say there's no form of investment that is 100% safe. And when I say no form of investment, whether you buy a property, nothing at all. Otherwise, you might as well put your money under your mattress. 
But that's wow. what a way to live, right? <laughs> it's not still safe. It's not still safe under your mattress. It's still not safe. Thank you. <laughs> so why not get it out there to do some work? But so one thing first is, but that's quite unfortunate. So first thing I tell people is education, education, education. You need to understand where you're putting your money. If I tell you I've got a land for you right now, let's just say you are into a land business. If I tell you I've got a land for you, and the minutes I come to you with a proposal for the land, you will ask me questions. Where is the land? Is it in a swampy area, waterlogged area? Is it in a war zone? What kind of environment is it? Before you even talk about, we even talk about money. So you are getting a little bit of insight and education into this land. And that's the mistakes a lot of Nigerians do make or did make back then, or people who invest in Ponzi schemes. You need to understand where you are putting your money. The global stock market has got more than 3,000 stocks, okay? You, it's, you don't just go out there and throw a dart and put your money in any business, any company. Because remember, it's not a casino. Otherwise, you might as well just go to Las Vegas and spend that and blow all that money away. So before you put your money into anything, you want to find out what is this company about? What, do, what are they doing? Do I like it? What's the future looking like? If it's something you look you you love, then you could decide, you know, to get involved. Okay, I want to give them some of their money to you know to trade with. And right there, from the sitting room of your house, wherever you are in Lagos, in the world, you can do that. The world is now so simple through your mobile device. You can do that. So yes. To get it straight, you're saying that even if when I invest in all this asset class, all crypto that I can still lose my money. Very difficult to lose your money if you understand what you are doing. But if you don't understand what you are doing, of course it could go down and it could go up. But one thing is that people do not realize is that, for example, what are the trading platforms we have in Nigeria? We have Bamboo, we have Chaka, we have Trove, just a few to, to name a few of these guys. The good thing is the, the government has made, made, made sure that these guys are backed by the SEC, which is the Security Exchange Commission. So your money is protected, I think, up to the tune of about $250,000 in certain circumstances. So, wow. you know, you are very well protected. Your money is secure. Uh, if you do have $250,000 uh, in that, in, you know, up to that amount, it's secured up to that amount. So even if these companies fold up, you still get your money back. That's how dangerous it can get, right? The government, you can't get as powerful as the government or as wealthy as the government telling you, don't worry, your money is backed up, secure. If you study very well and understand, you are not bound to lose all your money if you understand what you're going into. Now, what of someone like, I have children. Some of these children are not old enough to make decisions on their own. Is it advisable that I start investing on their behalf? Should I invest for my children? Uh, it's very advisable to invest in some of these asset classes for your children. I invest for my children regularly. Uh, in fact, uh, <laughs> uh, should I say I sometimes uh, even trade some stocks for them, you know, sports opportunities, you know, markets that are very cheap, going on for cheap uh, advantages, and I buy them, you know, and think about it. I've, my girl is, what, two years old right now. By the time this investment is going to mature in the next 16 years, you know, it will be worth quite a lot of money. And that's one of the things you need to do. You know, one thing I tell parents is the minute you realize that, uh, you know, you're having your baby, it's already too late to invest. So that's the right time to, to get started, not when you're starting the, you know, the, the naming ceremony, you know, is so to speak, put it, put it that way. So being very proactive. So yes, I think everybody should do it. You can do it. You know, my daughter has got 
you know, few investments spanning about 54 countries right now. But there you wow. go. And uh, you, from the comfort of my sitting room, I am doing it. Yes. From what experience you have, what access class is best for the children? Is it real estate or stocks or... So while it's very important to let your money work while you sleep, it's extremely also equally important to make your children's money work while they sleep. Uh, I wouldn't, there's no one asset class that's the best, but it's always very good to diversify. What do I mean by that? Have multiple asset classes. So for me, for example, uh, I'm, not, I'm not very wealthy, uh, but I, I invest in the simplest of things. I keep it simple. So my child has got investment in equities and she's got investments in the bank, of course, which is just a fixed bond, actually, sorry. So I've got bond, which I invest in fixed, uh, fixed interest rates. But at the same time, I've got equities and equities, the amount of money you can make, when I say equities, I'm talking about the stock market. The amount of money you can make is endless. You know, fixed accounts or bond, they tell you four to 6% every year. That's fixed, that's got a ceiling. But for stock markets, I could just put the money there it could be $100, I could get 1000 at the end of the year, I could get 5000 at the end of the year, it depends on if I'm actively trading it or I'm passively just investing in, into it. So yes, um, there's not one which is easiest or which is safest, but they're all safe really, you know, relatively. But for me, I've got some bond and I've got some equities for my children. With respect to age, how important is diversification and how am I supposed to diversify? Can you give a little idea? Diversification is extremely important. It's, um, I mean, I'm Nigerian, right? And rice is our staple food. We love rice, but I'm sure we don't eat, we don't just eat rice every day. And there was a time in my family when I was younger, uh, I think for about three days in a row, my mom was feeding me, feeding me rice. And I told my mom, I said, no, this is a bit boring. But she said, oh, really? It's just carbohydrates. I said, no. She said, okay, the rice has got stew said, okay, the stew is made of some vegetables and it's got some meat, which is protein. protein. So we, yeah. And I drink, <laughs> I drink water. So that's quite some diversification in the food. So I just want a variety of something else to taste. So, so it's very important uh, when, you, when you say diversification, what does that mean? Diversification itself means when you invest in different asset classes. You know, you're looking okay. at stocks, bond, real estate, land, piece of art, for example, some content that is generating you wealth, even a business that's giving you money, even cash as well. So it's very important because there are times whereby the stocks are taking a beating and they're not doing very well in the market. And if the stocks are not doing very well in the market, what do you do? You have other means that's giving you income. You know, we're talking about the modern portfolio theory, whereby you're not fully rested on one side, but your money is still yeah. coming from different sides as well. And that's the, that's the whole importance of diversification. Because there will be times where, but if you have properties alone, there will be times where your tenants are not even paying you rent. Does that mean money is not coming in? But you can always rely on the other side for money to come in. I think you're saying it's important we don't put all our eggs in one eggs basket. Eggs in one basket. That's the mantra. Thank you. Talk. Stocks tend to move a bit faster. So, but as you get older and, you know, it, everything has risk, correct, compared to bond. But for me, the, the way I've actually been able to master this market is that as you get older, you want to put more. So, you know, when you're younger, you want to put more money in equities. But as you get to a re relatively middle age, you want to balance it with equities and bond. And of course, you have real okay. estate on the side. But as you get older, and even crypto is creeping in now, and crypto is forming a base, is forming a base. But there's still a little bit of misunderstanding around, around that. If you do not fully understand it, don't put your money there at all. 
But if you think you understand it to an extent, make it a little bit of a percentage, you know. But so right as you're younger, you know, a greater percentage without giving a number of your wealth is into equities. You have a lower percentage in bond and uh, another fixed certain percentage in real estate. And as you approach middle age, you tend to balance them evenly. But as you get older towards retirement, so you want to put your money in stable equities now. You're looking at some, you know, indexes, they call them. Uh, they still grow better than the bank. And uh, you still have bond as well. But of course, the majority of your money now rests in bond. Or if you like, you can actually balance them evenly. But just make sure it's stable equities, which is just a group of stocks. And that you okay. that gives you returns and at the same, in, terms of, in terms of appreciation. And at the same time, it gives you what's a dividend you know dividend could be monthly quarterly six months or even annually all right thank you do you have any final word for someone who wants to start embarking on this investment journey so five final words thank you for that is that um you have to understand that investment is very easy uh, as long as you've got some money around don't say money to play with you need to do that another thing is of course get as much knowledge about the markets you want to invest in at all if possible you know it could be a crypto market, which is actually coming around now to disrupt money. Of course, get some knowledge, understand it. Don't just gamble. Otherwise, if you think you just want to pull the money, you just want to buy anything, you are gambling. Number two, that's number two. Number three, one of the things we used to do when we were younger, we all have brokers and we say, oh yeah, help me. I've got this money for you. Help me do it. We call, I call it a curtain process. You don't know what they're doing behind this finger. You don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. So yeah, you don't yeah. want that. So, but now the world is so simple. You could do it yourself. Look at this phone. Literally, you have this phone, you're playing Angry Birds on it, but you could literally do it yourself. Camera. But this is the world, the gateway to doing these things. Um, again, speaking of savings as well, you could almost always save back then we used to always go to the bank but now everything's electronic you could literally um so we have all these companies now that that, that help us when it comes to savings and uh, okay. you could find out quite, quite a few of them you know carry wise for example you've got petty saves you know uh, is it sumo trust piggy vest yeah. yeah yeah there yeah. you go so you know you could literally save there and even they're giving you interest rates i believe better than your bank so you yeah. could do that uh, and then number four, like I said, again, get knowledge, get knowledge as much as possible. And the most important thing, which is, which I've learned from, you know, from, from a mentor out there was invest early, invest often. Don't just, don't just say I've put some money there and that's it. No, constantly do this, constantly put the money on the side, constantly invest in the market, constantly do it. Thanks so much for that. It was really, really nice hearing from you, Mr. Bwenga on FADE. Uh, we wish to have you soon enough again in this uh, another wonderful episode. Maybe you can explain more for us. It's nice having you. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks for having day. me. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Yes.